Hey friends, it's Jocelyn at jamminwithjocelyn.com, your certified life and leadership coach helping you to live authentically and lead with authenticity. You're listening to the Jammin' with Jocelyn podcast, the show for people who want to be inspired and live life with more joy and awareness. I love diving into nuanced and paradoxical topics through deep, soulful, and fun conversations. I believe that the more we talk about complex issues and hold space to listen actively, we'll deepen our self-awareness and compassion for others. Are you ready? Let's dive in. One quick announcement before we dive into today's juicy episode. The doors to join the Self-Guided Life Edit course is open. Create the life you envision. This course gets you moving intentionally toward a balanced and fulfilling life. The Life Edit course is a unique six-week course with five self-paced online lessons that guide you through designing and taking action on the life you want. As a course participant, you'll get lifetime access to the course, coaching through the Voxer app throughout the six weeks, and a special bonus of one one-on-one coaching session. You're empowered to create the change you've been wanting in your life. The Life Edit course guides you to take those intentional steps forward. Go to jamminwithjocelyn.com to join the Life Edit course. Doors close on Friday, April 7th. Hey friends, welcome to another episode with me, Jocelyn, on Jammin' with Jocelyn podcast. And I am delighted to have my good friend, Sarah Noble. She is a mystic spiritual guide and transformational coach. And as a portal between the seen and the unseen worlds, she lives in devotion to creating spaces that allow people to be fully alive and deeply connected to their intuition. And that is what we're going to dive into today talking about intuition and Sarah is the perfect guest to have this conversation about it because there are so much nuances to it so I'm excited to dive into our conversation together so hello Sarah hi Jocelyn well welcome and thank you so much for being on the podcast today with me Yeah, thank you. It's so delicious to be here and especially chatting about this topic that we both love so much. Yeah, intuition. I, you know, for the longest time, I have felt like this deep connected to my intuition, but it wasn't recently, like in the past couple of years, knowing that I had this deep connectedness to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's hard to explain. Like, how would you explain to someone what intuition is? Because like, I have a hard time. I just say like, oh, I just know. But people are like, what do you mean? (laughs) You just know. (laughs) Well, I've been on that journey like you where I wasn't connected to my intuition when I was younger and in in the capacity that I am now where it's like this deep knowing that lives inside. And The way that I have come to relate to it or understand it at this deeper level is more of being in my inner authority is the word that just the first time I heard that phrase, something lit up inside me. It's like, yes, it's being fully connected to that wisdom, to that authority that lives inside me about my life. What is the best thing for me? Not related to external circumstances or other people, places, things, but me, the truth of me. 
And so for me, that's where my intuition lives. It's when I am being fully me. Wow. Fully you. So like, okay, there's so many things in that that I have so many questions about. Like (laughs) when you say like inner authority, like I think my first thought was saying, you mean there's a part of me, like there's a separate part of me or like, how would you, like, how would you describe that? The, The inner authority? So as I've dived deeper into myself, right, it's the internal world that we're talking about and the way that it, the, the vocabulary or the terminology that I love is there's a big self, which is the soul, the essence, the spirit, right? Who I am without any stories, without any beliefs, without any programs. I'm just the essence of me, who I came here to be living in my truth. And then I have all these versions of me that are the not self, which Mm -hmm. relate to my ego sort of mind, right? Mm -hmm. And the parts of me, my fear, my things I believe about myself and what is possible. And they put all these layers, all the things that have happened to me throughout life, put these layers of not self over my big self. So being in my inner authority is really listening to the wisdom of my big self and recognizing when it's my not self that's talking and trying to lead the show today. <laughs> lead the show today. Yeah, I call <laughs> I call that my ego self. And I love how you said that ego, the not self. I I don't know about you, but sometimes it's so hard to discern between the big self and the not self practice, right? Like with anything we learn through repetition, we learn through deepening and we learn through relating. So the more that we focus on relating to ourself and deepening the relationship of knowing who we truly are, as in any relationship that grows, Mm-hmm. If we're always distracting ourselves, if we're caught in mental swirling and just chaos, we're not in relationship with ourselves, and therefore there isn't that ability to discern at what's not self, what's big self, because we're just in the not self, believing that that's the truth of us. When it's not really, it's just like the costume we wear. Ooh, I love how you just said that—the costume we wear. What? I now I'm like curious. It's like, why is it so easy to just keep the costume on? <laughs> like, because it seems seems so much easier just to keep the costume on. At least for me, like I, it's just so much easier to keep it on and distract myself. Versus, I don't know. Maybe it, it would it be something scary about listening and tuning into our big self, like. That's that's where my curiosity goes in terms of tuning into our intuition and our big self. Yeah, in my experience, it's about feeling more, oh. right? Distracting and numbing and all the things we do create the chaos that's familiar. Overwhelm mm-hmm. is so familiar. Stress is so familiar. Anxiety, oh, come here. I know you so well. But underneath all those things live the real things that we're afraid to feel. And so by keeping the costume on, we just stay in our super uncomfortable, comfortable zone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And having the courage to look underneath all that 
and say what's really going on. What, why am I really so afraid of this? Why do I really do this? What, what haven't I felt? What am I, how am I afraid to be with myself in places, right? Mm. And it's, it's in that place that you can hear your intuition because you're truly having a devoted relationship with yourself. Ooh, say more about that, that space. Like, what does that, what would that feel like? Like, how will we know we're in that space with our big self? For me, there's just not a question. Mm -hmm. There's like a centeredness. There's a, for me, like an openness. I'm not closed, right? I'm open. I'm receiving. I'm allowing. And for me, a lot of that is in my heart. Mm -hmm. And in that place, there isn't a lot of chaos. There isn't a lot of should I, would I, could I, oh gosh, who's going to think what? And it's just like, oh, I can settle. I mean, I, I could just rest here. I can pause. And I don't have to figure anything out. Hmm. Yeah, the visual that I, that I was seeing as you're explaining that it's like the ocean, but it's like the stillness of the water of the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's soothing mm-hmm. is how I feel that, right? Like a nourishing and like a, a fullness in there, like just like seeing that ocean and feeling like the breeze just gently blowing, but not enough to really ripple the surface or, mm-hmm. and just that, that no chaos. It's just here. Yeah. So that's, that self is in all of us. Yes. Cause I'm like thinking like, that that thought right there, like, oh my gosh, we all have that in us. That like could just blow your mind right now. <laughs> like, well, and it's the yeah. true you. Mm-hmm. It's the true you, right? Without the costumes, without all the baggage, without all the stuff. It's just the truth of you. It's who you were when you were a little baby. Mm. And everybody oohed and odd, and you just were radiant. Mm. Yeah, that reminds me of some spiritual teachers that I follow, like Eckhart Tolle or even Thich Nhat Hanh, like where they talk about the light within us all. Is that similar to what the big self or the true self, the true essence? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel it that way. Mm-hmm. Not to say that the dark is bad or something to run from or that we don't want it. Mm-hmm. it the dark is equally as valid as the light of us. Mm-hmm. It's the journey we're here. We we chose to come to earth and be in this body to experience everything. But that light is connected to that essence, right? Like the divine source, the light that lives within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do we 
if we've never I don't, okay, never is a really harsh word, but like, <laughs> you know, like never and always are really harsh words, but like we all have probably experienced our true essence in some form, whether we were aware of it or not is the best way I can describe it, right? Like somewhere in our journey of life, we have experienced and felt and sensed that intuition. Yes, I I agree. I feel like it lives in the places where you're outside of time, right? You're having, there's so much joy. There's so much uh, excitement. You're, you're so involved, you're present, right? You have your full presence with something. Mm -hmm. That's a place where intuition lives. It's in this now moment when you step outside of worrying about what happened in the past or worrying about what happens in the future and you're you're here in this moment there's a quality of presence that is available oh i love how you said that quality of presence that's available to connect to that essence within mm-hmm. so so why do you think it's so hard for us to do that <laughs> <laughs> Well, it requires feeling a lot, right? It's a super hot journey a lot of times. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of stuff that happened to us and that we have packaged away so perfectly with little bows and ribbons and tucked it into all these places and think that we can get on just fine not looking at it. But it's not so. It Mm -hmm. separates us. It compartmentalizes us. And in order to be fully like into inside yourself connected to intuition. You can't hide from anything. And I think people are afraid they hide a lot, right? From inside themselves, outside themselves. And with so much love, I say that, right? We're all just innocence, like trying to figure out, this journey. Um, I love to think of it. And I tell my kids like, it's okay. Like you're a soul learning to be human. You're not going to get it right. It's messy. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> you're not used to being in a body. Like no. give yourself a break. <laughs> this is the first time for all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's just so it is hard because when when you say like to feel it, feel it all and to dig deep into what we're experiencing, like that just seems really hard and scary. So I can understand even for myself why it's so much easier to distract myself or stay in that costume, like you said earlier. What would what would you say would be, I guess, the first Like, how do we start, I mean, you talked about like, start feeling our feelings and digging into those parts of us, but like, that seems so big, like. Well, well, here's the thing, right? We're already feeling, Mm -hmm. we're just feeling not great feelings, (laughs) right? Like it's all there. It doesn't go away. (laughs) So we're already feeling it. Mm -hmm. Why not intentionally feel? Why not intentionally watch what you're thinking? Because thoughts, words, actions, 
feelings all create our reality. They're Mm -hmm. constantly building the future that we're walking into. And if they're just left like untethered to do whatever the heck they want, they're going to create a life that's based on your past because Mm -hmm. that's the thinking feeling loop that we're caught in if we're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. So when we start paying attention to our thoughts, our feelings, and we bring awareness to them, we bring love to them, we start rewiring our brain, essentially, like if we want to get a little scientific about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Not too scientific, though, because I'm not a scientist or a researcher (laughs) or anything. (laughs) But my understanding, right, is like the neural nets that exist inside our brain, they get set when we're young. And then they just get built upon all the way through, I think it's 35, we are in our personality. Mm -hmm. And this is who we are. But really, it's just a makeup of all the stories and beliefs that we've conditioned ourselves to our whole life. And by intentionally thinking something new, feeling something new, we change our neural net. We rewire our brain to positive, to calm, to elevated emotions, to our intuition, right? Like there's space all of a sudden for us to feel something other than our chaos. Mm. I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm like processing everything you just said. It's like, (laughs) I, okay. So everyone, I'm a visual person. I love metaphors. So this is what I was like envisioning as you were saying that it was, it's like, it's like we're, you know, that seed, right? That the cover, the shell of the seed, it's like it's uncovering or shedding that skin and the what's inside is like what's always been there. Like you're saying our essence has always been there. Our intuition has always been there, but it's been clouded and covered like the shell of a seed by the conditioning and the our past experiences and when we like (laughs) de-shell the best word I can say (laughs) that we actually open up and let open up that see I'm going with this metaphor everyone I'm (laughs) open up to this inside of us the seed inside of us the beauty the intuition to flourish I hope that made sense. (laughs) Totally. And I love the metaphor, right? Because like to build on that, if we're talking like, say the seed is an acorn, Mm -hmm. that acorn doesn't sit around not believing that it can be an oak tree. Oh, that's good. Right? It just pops off its shell and, oh, here I am. I'm growing into an oak tree. It doesn't ask, will I know how to grow leaves? Will I know how for my sap to run through my veins? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it just knows like it's divine mm-hmm. and that it has everything it needs to be what it came here to be. Mm. And that's the same with us. It's all in there. It just got all covered up. And so when we're connected to our intuition, we can be connected to the purpose, to what is the real thing that I'm here to do. And we don't question it. We don't ask if we can do it or how, or, you know, we just follow the next growth cycle, the next thing on the journey, the next step. And we're led to being the beautiful oak. Yeah. Oh, 
you just gave me another idea, like a, an idea about <laughs> life purpose. Okay, another podcast episode, everyone, about life purpose. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Because um, it's because, you know, like we as human beings, we I hear this a lot, like I'm trying to find my purpose. I'm trying to find my purpose. But what you're saying is that it already lives within us and it's it will like once when we tap into our intuition, it will just flow through and we just follow its guidance. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, we all come here with sacred dreams and desires is mm -hmm. how I love to think of them. Ooh. And they're our gift, right? The, to humanity, to the world, to ourselves. And when we don't live them, that affects us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That would probably all the anxiousness or the unsettledness that makes sense. Like that's where that comes from. Yeah, we've sort of at this point in our evolution, right? Again, not making anybody wrong or anything. Like everything is a gift. Life is always loving us mm -hmm. and everything is welcome. That's the place I operate in. But um, when we don't live into these dreams and we we keep them squashed or we have bought into the story, the collective story that we are running right now of materialism, mm -hmm. where everything is about money and we're caught in the scarcity story as well. There's never enough time. There's never enough money. And we just get engulfed by that in a way, right? It takes over. Mm -hmm. And then this ability to really live into our dreams doesn't seem possible because mm -hmm. how am I going to pay my mortgage? My mm -hmm. dream's not going to pay my mortgage. And we get caught in that story. Mm -hmm. And we're so far from our intuition at that point because our, our intuition is actually inside screaming at us, please, please listen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's what I find too, right? Working with people, like I'll say things or we'll have a conversation and they're like, yes, I know. And it's like, yeah, we all know and we choose something different. That is fascinating to me that we all know and we choose something di different. And I'm like, is that like a conscious choosing or that is that a conditioned tendency that we've built this habit to do to act that way? I believe it's conditioned, right? It's mm -hmm. it's hidden under our programs and what we've told what we've been told we should do or shouldn't do or have to do. And but that big self again, right, knows like everybody has a secret dream. Yeah. Some people choose to live it and other people just choose to keep it hidden inside mm -hmm. because of life, I suppose, right? Like thinking what's possible, what's not possible. And yet that goes against life itself. Mm. Yeah. Life wants to love us. Mm -hmm. We're the one that stops it. And Ooh, we, right, good. yeah. <laughs> Say that again. Everyone needs to hear that for the people in the back. <laughs> Life wants to love you. You are the one that is stopping it. 
Yes. Life wants to love you. Like, let it embrace you. Like, let it. Okay. I, I feel that embrace right now. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Like, let that sink in, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And then choose what you would love. Mm. Don't choose the other thing. Mm-hmm. That opens up intuition faster than anything. Choose what you love. <laughs> Choose what you love. And that, you know what? That, see, my logical self here comes up. My ego's coming up, everyone. The logical self, it's so hard, right? Because there is so fear. There's fear underneath all that. Because the logic, the ego logic, the ego, lo- is that even a phrase? But the logic of the ego wants to, wants to make sense of it all. And sometimes I find in my experience, sometimes it doesn't make sense, but I just have to trust. Yeah. The mind is always going to want to figure everything out Mm -hmm. because it needs something to do. So it's always creating a problem. Well, always, I don't know if that's, (laughs) again, that big word. A lot of the time though, (laughs) especially my mind wants to create problems. And I, I now it's comical. I'm like, oh, there you go again. There's really no problem. We're okay. <laughs> um, but it needs something to do. That's what it's designed for. It is designed to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's doing its job of creating situations and things for us to figure out. But the truth of us and what we're here to do lives in the heart. It lives in the soul. And the mind is here to help facilitate our bigger love, goal, dream. But what's happened is we've given the mind all the power. And then we run around chasing it all day. Mm, Okay. Go back to tell more about how the mind is here to do. I I can't remember exactly how you phrased it, but I was like, ooh, I I want you to tell me, say more about that. Like, the mind is here to follow what the, the intuit, heart, the heart. Yeah, follow the heart. Like the mind is so amazing, right? Like if it's used in the capacity that it is best functioning, where it supports our life. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's just off running, like spiraling thinking 60, 70,000 thoughts at a time. I don't remember the statistic, but it's like shocking of how many thoughts we think every day, right? Mm -hmm. And then most of those, we're just running in the background. We're not even aware that this is the thought that we're thinking about the thing that happened with our grandmother when we were seven. But somewhere (laughs) in the back of our mind, there it goes. And that program is then running our choices, like we were talking about, right? So you're choosing based on the seven-year-old that was upset about the thing with her grandma instead of the 45-year-old who has this amazing dream and wants to be deeply connected to their intuition, but doesn't understand why they're not taking steps in that direction. And it's it's because of this, where that neural net Mm -hmm. is playing out the old patterns and programs. Mm. y'all this is so this is so good i'm just like sitting in like deep gratitude for this conversation this is so this is so cool and it's also like blowing my mind too like (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it's like intuition is a spiritual conversation yet we are a spiritual being living in a human body 
And therefore, there's a human component to it, right? Like the way our brain works, the technology that we run inside our body that allows our spirit to live in here. This is like our earthship that we're traveling around in. And it has its own technology that has to interact with the physical. Mm -hmm. So there is a scientific component. There is a physical component as well as this deeply spiritual component. Yeah, it reminds me of this phrase of like, we're not just humans, we're human beings. And the being aspect is the spiritual aspect of us, like the the essence of us. I think I heard it from a spiritual teacher, but yeah. Yeah, I've heard it, right? Like we're human beings, not human doings. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are not human doings. Have you ever heard that? No. <laughs> so I like, how can you, how can, I've heard this question too. How can you trust that it's your intuition that you're sensing? Hmm. I can speak to my experience. And for me, it was kind of like trial and error, mm -hmm. right? Of like learning what was fear, what was program versus what was truth from my perspective, right? Not necessarily truth of the world or someone else's truth, mm -hmm. but the truth of me mm -hmm. and curiosity having that very curious mind about why, how, synchronicity, mm -hmm. right? Like noticing that things are not coincidental, that coincidence doesn't exist in my world. Everything is synchronistic and it's, it's a direct sign or connection, communication from the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. And we have a choice to feel into that and track what well, what is happening in there? What is the message for me? What is the gift for me? And as with anything, right, the more that we practice, the more that we are in relationship with, there's a deepening, there's an opening, there's more available, there's more capacity. Mm. And, and we learn to feel that feeling like for me, it was a feeling that I used to call truth, where I would get, it would kind of come from the crown of my head through to right around my sacral area and almost felt like a channel of goosebumps that would just specifically run down my spine, not like all over my body. And there was um, like a sinking, settling feeling that went with it as almost as if the information was dropping into my body and it was like, this is the truth. Mm. And that was how I first felt. Now it's not like that because there's just this deeper connection with it where I know without needing the physical component of it, um, but when you're first learning, it's, it is it is helpful to really scan, right? What is actually happening inside me? The body has so much wisdom. Mm -hmm. 
Like, again, we think the mind is the running the show and is the main sort of ringleader, but it's the body. Mm. The intuition lives in the body, the heart, the spirit, and everything lives in the body. Every experience we have had is in our body somewhere if we haven't allowed its space to come out. I love that. Yes, your body. Yeah, your body is your kind of your information internet, like of you. Mm -hmm. And that reminds me of like, I remember reading a book. Um, I'm just looking over here by my bookshelf, like your body is your brain because your body gives you information about what you're sensing and how you're processing and how you're relating and connecting. And I love that how you're, it, it was almost like tuning in, having this awareness with the experimentation of what it feels like to connect to your intuition. Yeah. Like, so more on the body, right? So uh, clear sentience, mm. which is clear feeling. Mm-hmm. is the body's ability to sense. That's an intuitive gift. Mm-hmm. And this can be like you're ha- in a conversation with someone and you feel anxious all of a sudden, but you're talking about like taking the dogs for a walk. <laughs> but what's happening is you're actually sensing the other person's physical state that's inside them. Mm-hmm. Um, this also could be like a gut reaction, right? Like a lot of people talk about that for intuition. This is a clear sentience. It's, it's that feeling capacity that we have that is outside of just the physical touch. Mm-hmm. And like, even from, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, go ahead. And even for me, I, my strongest gift And the one that I built first, because it's easier to build the gift that you have that's the strongest, just because it's more open to begin with. Um, For me, that's claircognizance, which is clear knowing. And so it's, it's like a download or I just know without having any research or prior knowledge of somebody even, I just know something about them. And even that, like, even though it's my in my head, it's in my body, right? It's outside of my thinking mind. It's it's accepted. The information sort of comes in through that pineal gland and has a physicality in the body. That is so cool. Like, if you haven't heard any, like, <laughs> these terms before and the description, like, this resonates like for me, this resonates for me a lot. Like I've heard, I've heard those terms like clear and correct me, clear sentient and clear cognizant, clear cognizant. Is that it? Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like <laughs> they're French words. So, okay. you know, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's so like to put an actual term and understanding around what you're experiencing helps you understand your experience. Like, like I'll share from my experience, um, how I, you know, got in tune and started connecting with my intuition was that bodily clear sentient experience. It was just, uh, for me, it was like a, a chest kind of like my chest was radiating like 
a feeling and that's when I'm and it would come back like if I would try to like disengage and not pay attention it would come back it would come back and that's when I knew like oh that's my essence or my intuition trying to speak to me and now it's to the point where that I don't feel that as much like you had said but now it's just a deeper knowing and it's hard to explain but like you explaining it with those terms, it, it helps kind of put some, um, I don't know how to explain it, but like you can kind of hold on to that. Yeah, like it makes it a little more tangible mm -hmm. to understand what's happening. And there's two other main gifts as well, clairaudience, which is clear hearing, and then clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. Mm -hmm. And audience is... Probably one of my uh, weaker senses at the moment, um, but it's it comes as a way of hearing things. Like people's guides will often speak directly to them, and you know when it's first opening, you might turn around and be like, "Is someone in the room with me?" But there's nobody there. But what's happening is you're accessing frequencies that we have not been trained in this point in our evolution to hear. So if you think about a dog whistle, I think we can't hear dog whistles, right? Mm -hmm. But dogs can, mm -hmm. and it's just at a different frequency. So when clear audience is activated, you can hear through different frequencies into time and space. And so you can hear things that are happening that are not right here of this physical dimension. Okay, y'all. I'm just going to share, like when you explain that, Sarah, I'm like, uh, I've had those experiences, but I, and I thought I was weird. <laughs> I, thought <it> was, <laughs> I thought I was like dreaming things because it's like, it is, it's not of the mind. Like how you said before, it's not of the mind. It is one of those experiences where like, did I just like, you question yourself. Did I just hear that? Or where did that come from? Like, those are the questions that came into my mind when I started hearing and so I'm, I'm I guess I'm just trying to tell everyone here like it's okay <laughs> <laughs> weird is the new normal okay That's what yes. I like <laughs> weird is the new normal I'm gonna take that weird yeah. and quirky and just I I yeah I'm learning to just sit and and hear and and listen because it's so interesting when you're connected and you're learning to connect to your intuition that things things come through or things happen when you're deeply in tune that sometimes I find myself I can't I don't have an explanation for it yeah, and that usually means that you're on the right track. Anytime the mind gets a little bit blown or a lot bit blown and is like scrambling to try to make sense of something, you're on the right path mm. because the mind doesn't understand this. It's it's just not made for it. It's not possible, <laughs> really. Yeah. I mean, maybe it like now my mind gets it, but I've been doing this for a while and it just knows that. I, I know what I'm doing. Like, it's okay for the mind not to know because I know. So you build that relationship as well, right? But in the beginning, but st things still blow my mind. Like some of my <laughs> mentors will say something to me and I just sit there in silence. And then 
this one lady, she's like, I just blew your mind. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> I have no idea what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> Hence, and that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's when you go to the body and you're like, okay, body, I'm just going to let you figure this or not even figure, right? Like, I'm just going to let you, body, understand what's happening and I know I'll catch up later. Yeah. Yeah. And so for everyone that's listening, that's what's happening to me right now. <laughs> there, there's moments of silence where I'm just like, whoa, not even whoa, it's just silence. <laughs> being present, which I'm, I want to like being present. It's like that, like a lot of, you know, spiritual teachers being present in the here and now is allowing that space to deeply be connected to your essence, to your truest essence your intuition because you are not future thinking past thinking you're just in this space to connect within yeah and when things really get uh what's a good word uh weird <laughs> use that word again yeah. <laughs> is we we won't go there with this conversation today, but I'll just drop in like time and space don't really exist. They are just creations of the third dimensional uh, level we live in in order for us to, you know, get our kids to school on time and to have food in our refrigerator when we need it. But when you get into the spiritual realms, we're multidimensional. So we exist in many, many layers. And the truth of us, there is no time or space. Mm -hmm. So everything is now. Mm -hmm. So when you align yourself with now, this moment, this word I'm speaking, that's the portal to the other dimensions and essentially your spiritual big self, because you're not pulled through space and time in the linear fashion that it is represented here on earth. Woo! All right. <laughs> Everyone, let's sit with that. That's another another topic that we're going to dive into another episode, time and space. Like <laughs> I I I have been thinking about that a lot too. It's like what is reality? Like <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. that's a whole like 2-hour podcast that, that's and then some on yeah. its own. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> buckle up, everyone. These are <laughs> yeah. what we're going to be talking about here on this podcast. Um, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, intuition. I just want to, as we're just kind of wrapping up our time here, it's like we have it all within us. And it is, I'm just going to put it out there. It is hard. Like it's hard to, it's hard and not hard. I'm going to like the duality mm -hmm. of it, right? Like it's so... It's hard and not hard. And there are ways to be connected, to start getting connected, not connect. I would say reconnect because it's always been there, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And speaking to the hard piece, where that's, that's something that can actually catapult you along the road a lot faster. You can learn through my mistake of... I made it hard. I made it super serious. Oh my gosh, I have to I have to connect. What is wrong with me? Where are my guides? And, you know, and I was just like frustrated a lot of the time that I didn't get it or it wasn't working the way that I thought it was working and that it worked for everybody else and blah blah blah. What what 
move the needle and what changed everything for me is that I realized that spirit has an incredible sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I and when I, yeah, when I took it from that perspective of having fun, playing, giving myself a break, you know, like something changed. And my guides are so funny. Like they love playing these tricks or like when I work with people, they say things in such funny ways that I laugh out loud. You know, it's so Mm -hmm. there's that, like bring that, like make it easy, make it fun. Don't, don't travel that hard road that I traveled. (laughs) (laughs) I, that brings me to a phrase that one of uh, my friends says, it's it's not that deep boo. Like (laughs) It's like, you let it be light and fun. Yeah, let it be light and fun. I, okay, we don't have time for this, but this might be another conversation. But it's like, you know, you talk a lot about spirit guides, right? And spirit. And for me, like, I I come from the religious, you know, Christian background. And I, you know, I attune like spirit guides is also similar to the word God. God can be triggering for a lot of people. But like, I mean, it's, I don't know, for me, I equate the same thing. Like God is also spirit guides, spirit or, you know, a team, whatever. But yeah, how would like, how would someone coming from like religious background like myself, when you say spirit guides, it's like, is that like angels or I don't know, how would you? To make it where it's understandable, Mm -hmm. yes, right? Angels are divine beings that we can and cannot see depending on the level of uh, vision available to us. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with spirit guides and power animals and all the unseen support. Like I work with a lineage and they show up, right? They're just people that don't want to be in a body right now and they're still out there helping, like their souls. There's so much out there that we don't even like know, I suppose, right? Like there's just this soul family is kind of how I like to talk about it or think about it. And I have this yoga teacher and she jokes and she's like, you here on earth right now in the body, you drew the short straw. Everyone (laughs) else there is up there laughing at you that you're down here on earth having to deal with all this while they get to like help you from there. Mm-hmm. And it always just tickled me, you know, like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lightheartedness of this, of, of this all, of all of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So for, you know, our audience who is wanting to know, like, what would the first thing in like, or maybe first step to start reconnecting to our intuition what would be the first thing that you would say finding it well it makes me think of a quote Mm -hmm. and um meditation is going to be my answer and it makes me think of a quote i i can't remember who said it but it goes if you cannot find five minutes to meditate then meditate for 10 and to me that just speaks to it it's we have to get quiet we have to get silent inside of ourselves and breathe Mm. for no matter how short a period of time we have to come in inside and the only way we come inside is by getting quiet Mm. okay so how do we get quiet (laughs) that would be my first (laughs) you sit or lay and you breathe and you follow your breath or you 
think about your fingers or your toes. You try to feel the blood running through your body. You check in on what your energy field would feel like if you could feel it. Anything that gets you out of thinking about all the things you think about all day long and gets you inside your body to connect with the soul that lives inside. In the, pres- in the present. In this moment, yeah. Like who are you inside there with everything taken away and just the truth of you? Mm-hmm. That's That's where it lives. It lives in that relationship with that part of yourself. But you have to get quiet enough to listen to what that part of you wants to tell you. Everyone sit with that. I'm just sitting with that right now. And also the phrase that comes back, that's coming back around for me right now is like, sitting in that stillness and sitting with like life wants to love you Mm, yeah 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 and then there's you know so many things you can do as well as practices and clearing past lives and looking at karmic loops and you know rebuilding your energy body and (laughs) cutting cords I mean there's (laughs) Tons and tons I could keep going of all the things that are part of the journey, the spiritual journey. But if I had to drill it down right into one thing, the first step, the thing that will make the difference, it's that quiet Mm -hmm. being with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being with yourself. Yeah. Okay, one simple, and yet there's so many nuances to that. (laughs) I hate to say simple because (laughs) I can already hear like my ego, like being quiet. What that's so what you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your ego is not gonna like this practice. Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna like this practice. Yeah, we're just. But that's that's the point. So you see, everyone, we can make, we can have fun with it all, you know, and, and um, just have fun with it. And so thank you so much, Sarah, for your time and your wisdom and your energy and just having this really rich and soulful and inspiring and fun conversation about Mm -hmm. intuition. Um, Is there anything that you would like to share about Um, your work with the audience? Everything we've talked about today, I just love diving deep into these spaces, the spaces inside you, the spiritual journey, intuition. And I run mentorship programs to do just this work that I love, love, love. So thank you for being here and listening and just really being open to this deep wisdom inside you, right? That knows that there is more to life than we've been taught. And the curiosity in you that keeps you coming back to conversations like this, wanting to know more. It's all about magic <laughs> for me anyway. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, inter- it's intuition, but it's like the magic that lives within us. Like that's what we want to access mm-hmm. so that we live life fully alive. Yeah. And life is magical, everyone. It's magical. Mm-hmm. Magic is real, not just at Christmas. 
No, (laughs) no. Yeah, it is real. It is real. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And I wish everyone a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for having me. It's been such a joy. Thank you. Alrighty, friends, this conversation was so energetically life-giving for me. I had so much fun diving into the nuances of accessing our intuition and the magic of it, and there were so many insights that resonated for me. If you enjoyed this conversation and would like to dive deeper into connecting to your own intuition, I invite you to go and sign up for Sarah's free gift called Ignite Your Intuition. It is a gift to guide you on your intuitive journey and includes a workbook to get clear on what is in the way of you being connected to your intuition, a ceremony with the elements to deepen your inner knowing, and a meditation to harness the power of the earth to support you. The link to access that free gift to join that is in the show notes. Now let's talk about the seven main takeaways from this episode. One, how to start. Begin by being still. Meditate. Two, life wants to love us, but we are the ones stopping it. Three, do the work to take off the costume and the tendency to distract ourselves by digging and exploring the feelings we feel and the narratives we put on. Four, let this work be fun. Think about big self versus the not self. Five, intuition is already within us all. It's trying to help us live in our purpose. Six, we are human beings, not human doings. We are a spiritual being living in a human body. And seven, the mind is here to follow the heart, but we've conditioned our mind to take over. And here are five coaching questions to help you reflect on the conversation from today's episode. One, what does it look like to practice being still as a starting point towards connecting with your intuition? Two, what are those things that distract you from digging and exploring your feelings? What do you need to help you dig and explore your feelings in a way that feels good and safe for you? Three, what is possible for you when you connect, trust, and follow your intuition? Four, how can you release from your mind taking over and letting your mind follow your heart? And five, what does it feel like to tune into and feel your intuition? Alrighty, friends, thanks for listening. And if you love listening and jamming with me and our guests here on the show, I invite you to subscribe or follow the show on your preferred podcast app so you'll be up to date with each week's podcast episode. Thanks again for listening, and I can't wait to jam with you next time. Bye, y'all.